Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello, you beautiful soul, and welcome back to the Manifest Edit Podcast. How are you today? As I record this, I am feeling inspired to do this episode of how to begin your spiritual journey. And no notes, which is something I've been feeling called to do recently. I've just been channeling these messages for you. So if I go off on a tangent, just go with it. It's, It's spirit speaking through me, okay? But before we get into today's episode, which is all about embarking on your spiritual journey, where to get started, what to do, what not to do, let's talk updates. So can I just say recently I have been in such a hot girl summer vibe and I'm just going to take a moment to brag about myself, okay? I have been going hard at the gym um, at least three days a week. I've also started a dance class and I'm feeling really, really good about my body and I feel like I'm in the second best shape of my life and that makes me really happy. It makes me really, really happy and there was a time in the past where I couldn't even look in the mirror and people were surprised to learn that about me. They're like, well, you're, you know, you're naturally skinny or you seem so outwardly confident. But there was truly a time when I could not even look in the mirror. I could not look in the mirror. That was how unhappy I was with my body. And now, you know, although I'm going to the gym and I'm taking care of my skin and I'm doing all of these things, it's not because my body isn't good enough, but because of how good it is, because of how powerful it is, because of how strong I feel when I do these things for myself. And there is a difference between self-care and self-love, but I feel like working on my body has been a radical act of both. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. And you know, I just want you to take a moment to appreciate and acknowledge your body for the miraculous vessel that it is for carrying you, your mind, your soul, your being, and just getting you through life. Like, do you ever stop and think about how incredible that is? Because sometimes I do. And if I think about it too much, my mind would like literally fall out of my body or is it on the outside of my body? But that's a whole other episode. But sometimes I just think about these concepts like, like this vessel has literally existed for 27 years walking me through over 20 different countries and every day I get to wake up and live in it and choose what to do with it like like does that not just blow your mind it blows my mind it blows my mind anyway let's talk about this week's mindset moment so this is also a fun one because it's a manifestation win and I don't know about you but I love 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 hearing about other people's manifestation wins it's just it just like reaffirms where I'm at in my journey, it inspires me to do more, it motivates me and also I'm just like nosy so <laughs> it's a combination of all the best things. So I'm going to share with you a manifestation story and from the manifestation story there is a mindset moment. Hold on to your seat Sally. So um, a month or so ago I mentioned this on Instagram so if you're already following me on Instagram then you can just re-listen to the story because I want to share it. So two years ago no, oh, we're in 2021 now. Three years ago in 2018, I decided that I wanted to challenge myself. 
I wanted to start doing more things that put me out of my comfort zone. I wanted to start surrounding myself with more people who weren't in my traditional friend circle. I wanted to network network with other people, other babes. I just wanted to do more interesting things, okay? And one of the things I decided to do was go to a dance class. Now, a little bit of a backstory. Um, I had seen this art show at the National Gallery. They had this art show every three years and they had this like dance troupe and they did this amazing interpretive dancing and moving around and they just like looked all so smiley and happy and they had the most incredible energy and I was like I want to be one of them so I looked up this dance company and I booked myself in for the six-week dance program and I went to the first first one of the program and I found it really challenging I've always been someone who's considered myself not to really have very good hand-eye coordination. I'm always bumping into stuff, like I can look at something, but remembering all the steps I find quite challenging. So I did find it quite challenging. I felt a bit uncomfortable, a bit self-conscious, and then I was like, "Mm, this is like too far out of my comfort zone. Let's just like retreat. So even though I'd booked and paid for the six weeks and everything, I just decided to stop going. It pushed me further than I was willing to go at that point in time, and I just stopped going. Now, flash forward to present day 2021, and I'm in the vicinity of where that dance um, dance company was, and I'm thinking about that experience and thinking how different it would be for me now if I was to do that again, and how I was also kind of wishing that I never gave it up, because dance is just something that is so important to me. I feel most myself when I'm embodied in my dance, when I'm just like dancing like no one's watching, or even if people are watching, I don't care. I just... I really, really love to dance. It just makes me feel so good. And I was like, oh, I really wish that I could revisit that experience now because I feel like it would just be such a different experience. Well, three days later, I get a Facebook message, a Facebook notification from the dance company. And it's like, hey, we've added four events near you, like literally 15 minute walk from my house and all of them were free. Of course, I signed up for all of them. And I went to my first class um, last month and it was so exciting. It was like everything I wanted and more. And like kind of unknowingly, I gravitated to the front of the group. You know, when you're like in a class or something or you go to a talk or presentation, you kind of just like stick yourself in at the back or the middle somewhere where you can't really be noticed. But I gravitated to the front and I was just living my best life. I was doing the moves. There was a part where we had to do like an interpretive dance and I was just going for it. I was living my best life in that moment, I'm telling you. And then at the end, this um, kind of older lady comes up to me and she says, I just want to thank you. Um, I want to thank you for being in the front because I was able to watch you and copy what you're doing and copy your moves. So I just want to thank you for that. And it felt like such a full circle moment. Like the first time that I did it, I was so self-conscious of people watching me and seeing me. And then this time the whole dance class was outside. So people were walking past, and like could look and stop at any moment. And then this woman like thanking me, like I didn't need the validation for it to be a good experience for me, for it to be a positive experience to me, but did it add another layer to it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the mindset moment I want to give you today is where in your life can you revisit and have a different experience? Because I think it takes bravery to go back to something that didn't initially work for you and say, okay, let's try it again. And this is me with peanut butter because I desperately, desperately, desperately want to like peanut butter. I don't like it, but I'll keep trying it every three months just in case something's changed, just in in case my taste buds have changed. So what event or what situation or even a relationship 
provided it's not your toxic ex, can you revisit from a different perspective? And, you know, this kind of ties in with inner child healing because the child in me before was like, I don't want people to see, what if I don't accept me, what if I'm not good enough? And I was able to heal that wound by revisiting that experience. So I really invite you to step up, do the same, have courage and see where it leads you. Now, before we get into today's episode all about where to begin on your spiritual journey, I know that as the episodes go on, there is more singing, but I kind of don't hate it. <laughs> if you do, you're just going to have to live with it. It's becoming, a, it's becoming a fixture, okay? Anyway, before we get into today's episode all about where to begin with your spiritual journey, I want to give you a precursor to that, which is my free How to Manifest Your Dreams into Reality Masterclass. There could not be a more perfect place to start your spiritual journey because in it, I'll be sharing the truth about manifestation. I will be sharing how to apply manifestation principles to your life, how to gain clarity on what it is you actually desire to manifest, and most importantly, how you can take action because this is what we want we want to take action we don't just want to wish for our lives to change we want to actively be changing them so if you haven't already watched that masterclass you're going to want to head to the link in my show notes or head to effietalkslife.com forward slash manifestation dash masterclass and make sure you check out that masterclass and really take some time to absorb what's going on in there. Don't have any distractions, your phone or talking to someone in the background, really sit down and experience this masterclass as it was intended to be experienced because it was actually initially a live experience, but I've distilled that, capsulated that, kept in all the magic, the joy, the goodness for your viewing pleasure. So you can head to the link in my show notes, check that out. Now, let's talk all things where to begin on your spiritual journey. Um, I don't think I've actually discussed on the podcast before where my own spiritual journey began. So let's prelude with that. And there's a lot of stories in this episode, but I'm very much like, I think storytelling is such a powerful way to learn. And it says it just being like, fact, 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 now go out and do this. It's like, this is how I actually applied it to my life. So I'm not just talking out my arse. So where my spiritual journey began was actually maybe... Okay, I don't know how many years ago, but okay, 17 years. I'm, t- I'm 27, it was 10 years ago. Um, when I was age 10, we moved to this place in Scotland um, and it was next to a Buddhist monastery. We became Buddhist at about the ages of 10, 11, and we would spend like all our free time there. Me and my sister and all our friends, like we would go there after school, hang out with like all the monks, the nuns. This was like, this was our childhood, was growing up next to this Buddhist monastery and sorry no notifications and it was honestly such like when I tell people now in my adult life I realize how kind of bizarre that was but back then as kids this was just like this was just normal for us and so that was really my first kind of introduction to a life that was maybe a little different from some of my friends or peers because I was growing up Buddhist and at primary school it wasn't that weird but when you're in high school with people from you know different places not just that same tiny 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 town then you can see oh some of the things I do are not the same as other people are doing and although Buddhism is a religion and not the same as being spiritual there are definitely a lot of practices that overlap and align and of course all the things around mindfulness as well that was really my first introduction so then as an adult aged about 20 I want to say 20 20 or 21 
Um, I was introduced to a network marketing company by my incredible friend Ashley and there was a lot of kind of personal development and really this was the first time that I had heard about the law of attraction and manifesting things and I was hooked. I was obsessed. I wanted to know everything about it. Um, I started reading loads of personal development books but really what was the pivotal moment for me was a complete mental breakdown. And this was at the beginning of 2016 and I was just really, really deep in a depression and anxiety spiral and I just, honestly, I felt like I could not go on. I truly felt like I could not go on. And that for me, I thought in the past that I'd hit rock bottom. That was when I truly hit rock bottom. Um, that, that was definitely the worst time of my life. So from that place, I, I was called to be more spiritual and I remember... I remember in the depths of my depression, I remember having this conversation with my friend and I reached out to him and I just said, I feel like I don't have anything to believe in. I'm thinking of going back to church because before I was Buddhist, I was Christian and in the area where I was living in Scotland, I was growing up in, um, I was going to uni in Aberdeen. I don't really know if there was much of a Buddhist community there, but I knew that I'd been Christian before. I'd seen these, um, this really cool Christian group at a uh, freshers event I was hosting so I was like okay maybe this is it maybe I could be Christian and I just felt so desperate and I felt like to be at this point in my life where everything just seemed so horrible I must have been getting punished by God that's truly how I felt and although I had kind of evolved away from believing in God I still had that like kind of fear of God in me I had that fear of God in me and I was like well if my life's terrible I must be getting punished by God maybe I can mend my relationship by with God by going back to church and I actually and this is actually the, I'm now realizing this is the first time that I've shared this so you guys are getting all of the the insider deets but I never actually ended up going back to church but I realized that something was missing for me and so I after you know getting myself out of that really really dark place um going back to therapy and beginning to actually want to live again I started to read personal development books. I watched The Secret for the first time. I made my first vision board and I began consciously manifesting and creating my future. And so I went from a place where I was so depressed, so anxious, I couldn't even leave the house. I would leave the house like once a week and other than that, I would spend the rest of my time basically in bed crying and missing all my university classes. And I went from that to going back to work, going back to uni, having a zest for life, deciding to move to Australia, actually moving to Australia, getting my master's degree, traveling around the world for free and attracting all these dreamy soulmate relationships, brand partnerships, media coverage, all of these things. But what was most important was the gift that spirituality gave me in that I was able to come home to myself and I was able to truly feel that I was enough, just me was enough, that I was content in my body and who I was. And so when you first embark on your spiritual journey, you will hear of all these incredible things that people have manifested and sure, I will even share mine with you too, like I did at the beginning of this episode. And I'll share it on my Instagram and with my students and in my community. I'll share all the things because the things are important, but they're not the most important. The most important is the connection to yourself and your body and your mind. And for me, that was what spirituality gave me. Spirituality 
did not just allow me to manifest that external life of my dreams, but allowed me to manifest the internal life of my dreams. And it honestly gave me a second chance at life. And that is how powerful that sense of divine connection is. So if you are beginning your spiritual journey, you don't need to have a mental breakdown to get started. And actually, if you're at a point now where your life isn't the worst it's ever been, but you're just interested in exploring spirituality more, even more props to you, go for it. And it can only supercharge what you're feeling now and only add more depth and more joy and more abundance and more love to your life approaching it now from where you're at right now so there are so many different spiritual teachers and people that you can learn from online but what I recommend that you do is that you pick one to three you know two might be a good number you don't want to pick too many different people because everyone's points of view are so different so pick people that you can really truly resonate with that person might not be me and honestly look (laughs) no judgment that is totally fine I want you to pick the person that is best for you and whoever feels right for you listen to their podcasts, follow their Instagram posts, invest in their courses, their coaching, if that's something that feels aligned for you and really get to know their point of view. But at the same time as you're following those spiritual teachers that you feel you can learn from, those spiritual mentors who you're gaining something from, also carve out your own journey. What books are speaking to you? You know, you don't just have to read a book because everyone's like, oh, the secret was how I was introduced to manifestation. You don't have to read the secret if you don't want to. It's a great introduction to the law of attraction. Just know that the secret isn't like a a guide to everything. Just know that. So read books that you feel called to. And for me, I'll have a list of books on my phone and then whichever one I can get out of the library is the one I'm going to read in the present moment. But you might even write a post and ask for book recommendations or reach out to someone and ask for a recommendation or find a book that you hear of yourself and then just start there. There is no perfect place to start and there is no perfect time to start either. You know, the perfect time was moments ago. Now, all we have is the present moment. So if you're feeling cold in this present moment to start your spiritual journey, I urge you to go on it because it could be truly life-changing. In that, in saying that it can be truly life-changing, I have to also let you know that in being life-changing also means that you are going to confront some parts of yourself that is going to be really confronting and really difficult and really painful, really hard, really challenging. And that is also part of the journey. So if you come into this thinking it's going to be all love and light and joy, I just want to set you up right now to know that it isn't. And this isn't a bad thing. Uncovering these parts of yourself is actually a beautiful gift because then you can use that information to propel you forward. But I want you to be prepared and I want you to go into this with your eyes open. So there is no perfect place to start and I really recommend choosing books, choosing spiritual teachers that you feel called to because this is going to allow you to sharpen your sense of intuition and intuition is a really, really powerful tool on your spiritual journey because, you know, you can, people can encourage you to change your mind and you can see things externally and think that you should have more of that or you should be more like that but nobody outside of you can change your intuition, nobody can fuck with that feeling that is yours and yours to keep. So we have been programmed all of our lives to not listen to that intuition feeling, to follow the strategy or to, you know, do what everyone else is doing. But it's actually when I learned to listen to my intuition and to listen to what was calling me that my life changed dramatically. So you want to be able to connect with that sense of your intuition. And one of the ways that I recommend to start by doing that is, okay, who do I want to learn from? And 
follow your intuition to whichever people it's calling you to, whichever books it's calling you to, whichever courses, programs or anything like that you feel called to. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, how do I know if I'm feeling cold? It's just an, it's just annoying. I don't know how else to explain it other than annoying. So just, you know, you can practice with giving yourself two options and then, okay, which one do I want to pick? And then when that voice in your head says this one, listen to it straight away. Don't think, but is, is the other choice made better? Just listen, listen to the voice straight away. And that's how you'll begin sharpening your intuition. Something else that you can do is meditation. I could not recommend this more. And it is one of my diehard spiritual practices. It's something I do every single day. And it's something I've been doing every single day for the past 600 and uh, I don't know how many days now, but I've been consecutively meditating for 600 and something days. But it's not a competition. It's not about doing the most or getting a badge of honor. It's about how it makes me feel on the inside. And that's what your true spiritual journey is about, is how it makes you feel on the inside because you want that sense of internal fulfillment. And that is something that is so personal and so unique and so precious for you to have and for you to develop. So that is really what I want to say. If you're getting started on your spiritual journey, choose people that you can look up to, choose books that you feel called to, and just go from there. It's not like someone can give you a blueprint and say, okay, you have to do this and then do this and then do this. And then I, you must do your morning routine for 55 minutes and then crystal on the forehead. It's really not like that. It's about carving out your own spiritual journey and carving out something that feels good to you. Of course, look to other people for inspiration, but it's okay to change things or it's okay not to believe the same things as everyone else believes. There are definitely some spiritual practices out there that other people are doing that I'm not doing. There's probably practices I'm doing that you won't feel called to. And when I work with my one-on-one clients, I am very open in our calls. I'm going to suggest something. I'm going to give you some options. And if none of them fit, great. There is no judgment and there is no necessity that one of these things is going to be perfect for you. And it's about helping my clients to build this spiritual toolkit so that they have a spiritual journey that feels really aligned and really great for them. Because there's no point being a carbon copy of someone else because it just won't fit. It's like trying on this like musty old suit jacket like although that suit jacket might look great on them when you try it on it's not it's not tailored to you so it's about making your own tailored suit and here I am with the the metaphors and euphemisms but I think it really helps you to contextualize things when you think about it that way not all you know not every item of clothing in your wardrobe is going to fit every other person out there and it shouldn't need to it shouldn't have to and that's really the beauty of this journey and that's where I found joy and love was in deciding what do I want for myself and knowing that after working that out and alongside working that out and before working that out I'm always supported and I'm always held by the universe. That being said I know if you are perhaps the only one in your family, your group of friends, your circle who is spiritual or this is the first time people around you have kind of heard of concepts like that or they're not really into it it can feel a little bit lonely so if you are feeling like that I just want to take a moment to extend an invite to my Facebook community the high vibe soul tribe where you will be surrounded by women who are all on a similar journey to you share struggles manifestation wins hopes joys fears all of it and I'm in there sharing live trainings and also 
it's kind of a place I go to share like a lot more personal stories that I don't really share anywhere else on the internet as well so if you want to get the, the inside goss it's a really good place to hang out and just for that element of support and community is really really um uplifting it's uplifting to be around and I'm not saying that you know you need to rely on other people for your journey to progress but it's really nice to have people around you who you can talk you can talk with things about I also want to build on that point around your community and people that you're surrounded with people are going to fall off and this was something that I didn't know and I wish I'd kind of known is that on your spiritual journey people are inevitably going to fall to the wayside and this might be people that you just like no longer resonate with this might be people no longer resonate with you which can be painful but i want you to know that none of it means anything about you and if you notice like friends or people falling away it's not because you're not loved or held or there's something wrong with you this is just like a natural part of life but you can feel accelerated when you're in this kind of spiritual growth period because everything that's no longer a fit is kind of like um you're that caterpillar and you're coming out of your cocoon you're shedding your like cocoon thing um the thing that you live in (laughs) is that the cocoon you're shedding you're shedding your skin essentially um and in that process of shedding inevitably some people are are gonna fall off so i just want to i just want to let you know that up front um but to the same vein don't feel like you have to cut off people from your life just because they're not spiritual or because they don't want to do the same things that you want to do that's totally okay to have friends with completely different interests and likes and dislikes obviously if they're dissing you and they're you know they're becoming toxic then that's not something that we want to indulge in but you know I just want to make you aware that some relationships are probably going to shift and evolve and even if people do fall to the wayside know that it's just creating room for some really really beautiful and new aligned souls to come into your life and shameless self-plug what better place to find them than the high vibe soul tribe so gorgeous that is it for this episode and i really hope that you are you're all set on your spiritual journey and I can definitely make um a series out of this so if there's any questions that you'd like me to answer on the podcast that I haven't answered yet feel free to reach out um you can drop me a dm over on instagram at afiasalter underscore I always love to hit you up with some voice notes on the reply the reply I don't know why I say it like that <laughs> oh, malfunction anyway we move and <laughs> I'll see you in the next one Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 